So hey you guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl district and today we visit um Heartbreak Hotel. Um honestly it's day four and day five for me. Um these days I just been sitting in bed wanting to cry it out, you know. I try talking, you know, to other people, just like on friend level type things. And um I was doing really good per se until like I realized that he don't want me no more. And, um, I guess part of me felt like we would get back together, you know, like I felt it in my spirit that maybe this is one of those things, you know, where we argue, we fuss, we fight, we say sorry, we make up, but that's not the move. Um, I told him I hated him. And I didn't hate him. I hated his actions. My mind is over it, but my heart won't let it go. Um, I've been drinking to, like, you know, be more social. So I don't feel the pain. I've been trying my hardest, like, not to cry. Um, I don't want to cry no more about the situation. And I know that I chose to love this person, and I'm choosing to try to move forward in this connection without it being so problematic. I'm trying to choose to be in love, you know, with self, but also know that I still love him. Like, I just wish that I didn't say what I said, but he kind of pushed me there. Like, with the lies and everything, or I've allowed him to push me there. Just, like, the lies and everything and every... Looking back at it now, like, I'm stepping into a different perspective. Day four and day five is whatever. Um, I haven't been able to really deal exactly how I feel because, yes, I still love this person, and I'm trying to be mind over heart. And honestly, it's like, this hit different, you know? Like, yes, I done been in relationships and done dated people and done talked to other people and things of that nature, but it's like, it's nothing like this one. I chose to love this person through everything, and I wanted to be with this person, and I chose to go back because in my heart of hearts, I really fell in love with this person. And it hurt me because I really wanted us to work out. I just couldn't get over the fact that he was married. 
And I don't want to be nobody's side chick and I don't want to be nobody's what you call it. But I really wish I would have known that before I fell in love with this person. And I mean, it's easy as people try to make it seem like, oh, like, oh, I know this is over. I don't really care anymore. Like, I do care. And I don't want to start playing get back and I don't want to be petty because honestly, like I'm talking to other people now at this point in time and they're amazing people like they're respectable they're kind some of them you know are really amazing people and it's just like my mind and my heart constantly goes back to the place of I really want to be with the person who I once called Superman like I really want to be with Mr. Army like I really want to be with that person and I wanted it to be an equal give and take. I want it to be something that I can go give to. I want it to be something that I can offer love to. But it's like he's talking to somebody else. I'm talking to other people. You know, I'm trying to see how things work out. And deep in my heart, I feel like I love him. I just hate his actions. And it makes me so mad because... Because it's not even that I let people get into my ear because I've been feeling this way. It's just like we're not meant to be together. And I guess this is a lesson that I had to learn or whatever of how to let go. But it's hard. This is harder than mending shit with my family. This is harder than letting go of my best friend for four years. This is like hard and I know words have power and that when we speak that we manifest these things and words and things of that nature but this is how it's feeling you know it feels really hard and I just want to be over the fact that you don't love me no more I know I sound like um Yvette when she was talking about Jody off a baby boy but you don't love me no more and I can't do nothing to fix it. I can't make it work. I can't do, I can't, you know, it's just like, and I don't want to take this pain into anything new that I'm talking to when it comes down to somebody else, because I don't want to be put in that position where I am sitting there looking at another person like, oh, yeah, well, this is what such and such did, and I can't trust you because of this. And, yes, I love you just like I love Jeremiah. Like, like I know nobody's going to say this, but I've had this feeling before, you know. And it was with Jeremiah. Jeremiah is this dude I used to date. Um... And he gave me, like, a bunch of STDs. But before that, like, he was just whatever. And even to this day, like, he'll come and, like, he'll reach out and he'll, like, be like, hey, what's up? And I'm just like, nah. And he'll be like, hey, what's up? And I'm just like, nah. And not going to lie to it, like, really hurt my feelings because it's almost like a Jeremiah 2.0. This Superman dude, it's just like a Jeremiah 2.0. You know what I'm saying? Only thing is just less time and more emotion. And I mean, I got over Jeremiah. But it's like, 
this one is just like, I be up, I be swinging, thinking I'm about to win it, and then all of a sudden it's like curve, <laughs> curvature, <laughs> left hook, right hook, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, pow, 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 pow. It's like, body shot, body shot, body shot, body shot, body shot. And then it's just like, how do you feel? And it's just like, yeah, you know, I'm okay. The next thing you know, it's like, I'm falling, but I ain't falling out. You feel me? It's like, if you watch boxing, it's like, if you see somebody get hit and you see they about to like lose consciousness and they snap back out of it and you be like, damn, they just won't fall. They just won't fall. I feel like that's just me. And I mean, love doesn't change at all. It doesn't change. Like, you may change how you love somebody, but as far as the feeling of love, it doesn't change. I love this man, and it is what it is. Um, I haven't been, um, I've tried linking up with, like, old friends and stuff like that. I'm going to find out, um, you know. I just been really disappointed these days. And I don't know if this feeling comes from the disappointment that I kind of got from when I linked up with an old friend or just in, like, trying to date again. And, like, kind of seeing, like, the red flags that was kind of with Superman. Again, like, in the dating scene, the dating pool. And I know that... Birds of a feather flock together. The spirit of that spirits, they can be familiar, especially when you see them. Like, I tried dating um, or talking to, and then it's just like inconsistencies, lies, and more BS. And then it's just like, you know, trying to talk to a workaholic, and then it's just like work is the most important thing to them. And then it's like, I get it, you know. And then it's just like, Things that aren't for me aren't for me. And it's just like, I know I should let it go. And I've let Superman go, but the love won't go. And love doesn't change and love doesn't die out. And love isn't just this thing that you pick up when you feel like it. And love is not as simple as everybody wants to make it out to be. And love is not so esoteric. Like, love is easy. You know? Like, I think Ella Mae has a song. It's called Easy. And she said in the song, it goes, love is easy easy so be gentle with my heart meaning that love is not hard it's very easy and when I fell in love with him it was easy it was the lies that made it hard to love him it made it it was the disappointments and the inconsistencies and the bullshit and it's just like yes like I've forgiven you I haven't forgiven him for that I've forgiven myself for the choices that I made in loving him and sticking around yes I've done that but I haven't forgiven him for it and I think part of that is because I feel like he's an arrogant SOB 
like just arrogant like just ruthless and arrogant for no fucking reason like I've never seen nobody be this arrogant and I know confidence like I get it you be feeling yourself because I feel myself too but I never put myself in a position where I would go out of my way to be spiteful and hateful and it's just hard to forgive him and it's like it's hard to forgive mister I'm going back to my ex because at the end of the day I feel like you knew exactly what you wanted how you wanted things to go and you played with my feelings and my emotions forgiving me yeah I've learned how to forgive myself a lot faster but forgiving them it's like eh because at the end of the day it's like every time I forgive you do something else to show me that you really that you really testing my gangster, cause Superman, Superman, it's just like you telling me you talking to somebody else, but you hit me up on Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving wasn't that long ago, and we were talking, and then we were having a full blown discussion, and then you say you're not entertaining me anymore, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I forgave you for telling me that you were married and you're still talking to me after it was so months in. Like, I forgave you for the hurtful shit you did. I forgave you for being closed off. I forgave you for being this. I forgave you for being that. But it's just the new things that you did that make me want to say, ugh. You know, it's like, now I get why I was resonating with resentment so much. It's because you lied. And it's like, I loved you more than ever, more than my own. You feel me? The best part of me, I gave you and it was sacrificed. Even when I took the new lessons and the old lessons that you did and I was willing to meet you halfway, it was never good enough for you. But you don't sit there and you don't tell me that you're talking to somebody else and you don't feel like entertaining me. I think that's where my problem comes in at because, because I loved you and I care for you more than anything else. And you don't sit there and you don't pull that shit. And then the dude who kept on going back to this is like, every time you see me, all y'all do is just talk about your your new girlfriend, the one that you up and left me for. Like, it's other stuff out here that you can talk to me about, but you still continue to push the fact in my face that you left me for somebody else. And yes, I'm happy that you're happy, but don't rub it in my face because if because if tables was turned on both sides of the fence, because here's my thing. When it comes down to forgiving people, people want me to forgive them, right? And all types of things. But if the tables was turned and I had their attitude that they have putting it in perspective, it wouldn't be nice. You feel me? It wouldn't be sweet. It wouldn't be peaches and creams and dandy. Because if I would have been like, oh, yeah, if, okay, let's say... Let's say Superman is that one ex that I just couldn't get over. And missed. I'm going back to my ex was me. And I was snapping and losing my, what you call it. And somebody was there for me to care for me and all and everything else. And then I was telling that person, like, man, I ain't talking to this person, da, 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 da. It'll be World War five up in this joint because you will feel like oh you said you missed them but you didn't say that you was talking to them still and we've been talking every day and we've been doing this and I don't got you here we we on this level now we doing this we doing that and I'm doing 
everything and I go back to the same person. And then when I see you, every time I talk to you, I'm talking about the nigga I left you for. You will be looking at me like, yo, pipe down, little mama. It's not okay. And then with Superman, it's like, if I was married and I was like, man, I told you I was married, da 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 and then, and, then, and then I kept on contradicting myself with statements that I've made, like, nah, I never said that, but then you said this, but nah, I never said that, but then you said this, nah, I never said that, but then you said this, I never said those things that are along those lines, but then you all know the exact lines when you say what you say. I would be problematic to the T. I would be the worst person in the whole entire world to you because you would say that I'm a liar. I ain't no good. I ain't nothing, especially if I kept on judging you by the past and how we met. Like at the end of the day, how we met, yes, it was messed up. But as time moved forward and I started to listen to you and I started to care about you and we started to do this and it was like, oh, I can't. Oh, I love waking up next to you when I love doing this and I love doing that. And oh, I want you around. I mean, I want this and I want that. And I've told you all them and I told you all of that. And then for me to bust out, oh, yeah, I'm married, by the way. And then start getting the attitude and then trying to talk to my friends and then trying to do everything. It's like I set you up with a test and you failed. And all the times that you tested me, it's just like, oh, now, now I can't test you. And then when I do test you, you do some grimy, slimy shit. And I, and I got you crying and I got you mad and I got you upset. And I won't open up to you. And then it's like, and then it's like months later, it's like the same shit I've been doing that my intuition was telling me. Like, he feels some type of way about this. You feel me? Like, I told the truth to you. Never lied to you not once. Not even when I wanted to. So, for me, it's hard to forgive that in that sense. Because switching tables and flipping, turning tables... And putting people in different scenarios versus how it, what it is versus actually exactly how it went down, especially not put you in my shoes and you got to live it and you got to feel it, you would hate me too. You will you won't want to be with me. You would hate me. You would hate my guts. You would hate everything that came with me. You wouldn't want to deal with me. You would still love me, but you would hate me. You don't want, and then when I and then when I then when I said I hope karma gets you, I hope karma gets you, I hope you feel everything that I felt. I hope you feel it all, and it's not me being angry, it's not me being, it is me being hurt, but it's not me being angry. It's me wanting things to balance out so you can see how it felt, the day that you got up and that you left me. I want you to feel it. I want you to feel how it feels to love somebody. And then they do you how you did me. I want you to feel it so that you'll never do it again. 
I want you to try to be building with somebody and you thinking it's working out and you thinking it's going good. And then they telling you like, oh, yeah, I miss my ex, but we ain't talking. And then all of a sudden they go back. They up and they leave you hot and dry. And every time you see them, they say, oh, we could be friends and we could be cool still. And every time you see them, they talk about they new nigga. I hope that is what you feel so you know exactly how it feels. So you can see that I'm not crazy, that I'm not ODing. That I'm not the one that's fucked up in this situation. That I'm the one that was trying my hardest and that I tried to give you the best of me. And I sacrificed it. I was doing things I would never do. Not to make you happy. Not to appease you, but to give you the love that I thought, the love that I had in my heart for to give out. (sighs) Oh my gosh, this feels so good to say. And no, I don't want to be stuck on a nigga. No, I don't want to be playing boo-boo the fucking fool anymore. Ooh, that felt good to let out. Oh, my gosh. Like, y'all don't understand how long I've been holding the, that truth in. It's just like... It feels really good, you know, to let it all out. Like, part of me been wanting to say this, like... I'm not crazy, and I'm not delusional, and I know I was a good-ass fucking woman to these niggas out here in these streets. I mean, I have been Miss Perfect all the time, and I may have started some shit, but at the end of the day, I only did it because I felt insecure about the road that I was put in. You made me fall in love with the facade. Well, I chose to fall in love with the facade, and guess what? When I fell in love with you, that's when you wanted to spring it on me. That's when then, but 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 you knew all along, and then you're going to talk about something. Oh, and you always want to redirect it at me. Don't redirect shit at me, dude. We on this topic. We could go, we could touch on that later, but we're on this. And every time I say something and you realize that you're wrong, you get up in defense. And then you leave you up and you leave me for somebody else. And then on top of that, you're going to sit and you're going to tell me this after after I blocked you off everything and after I stopped commu- cut off communication and ties with you and you still come back and you come back around and then when you sit there and you come back around, you do this and for what? And for what is the question? You was done with me. You 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 just wanted to entertain me like I was some type of plaything, and at the end of the day, you wanted to go sit there and play on my emotions. And then... On top of that, you want to test my gangster like, like I really wasn't all that in the bag of chips, baby. I've been that bitch. I'm the baddest bitch I know. I ain't saying that everybody ain't. I ain't saying that everybody's ugly. And nah, I'm just the baddest bitch that I motherfucking know. I'm all of that and more. I'm the motherfucking cram de la cram. I may not be perfect, but I damn sure as hell bring good shit to niggas. And you know what? Fuck this shit. Fuck all this crying shit. You feel me? Because I'm going to just keep it a buck with y'all. <laughs> Superman and Mr. I want to go back to my ex. Cool. Y'all lost out on this. All of this. And yes, I may have been hurt because I was still stuck in this little mode of... This little mode of... Yeah, but I did this and I did that 
and I felt so crazy because y'all would not sit there. And I and just, just talking it out helps. If y'all need to go talk to somebody about y'all heartbreak for y'all to go talk it out, go ahead and do that. I will be the perfect listening ear because I know exactly how it feels. Like, you don't want to say it out loud because you don't want to seem like you going crazy or that you ODing. But I know I was good to you niggas. I was great to y'all. I listened. I was there. I was emotional. I was supportive. I was y'all number one fan inside the bedroom, outside the bedroom, anything that y'all touch, I had, I was right there with y'all, when you needed peace, I was your peace, when you needed love, I was your love, when I was, you needed rock, I was your rock, when you needed somebody to take care of you, I was taking care of you, I had, to, I took care of a whole fucking nigga, sat in the nigga house for days, on end, taking care of a nigga, and you just gonna up and leave me? fine cool the same person that broke your heart and hurt your heart that you just can't seem to let go because I would hate to be in this energy forever and yes my heart may love you but my mind is taking over and respectfully I love you but you can't have me boo You can't touch me, you can't talk to me, you can't look at me, you can't smell me too tough. And I can show you the bitch that y'all thought I was. Because I'm telling you, it's niggas right now who be looking for me, waiting for me to hopefully come back around and swing around the block for their ass. Trust. The nigga who I was with, who was cheating on me with all them bitches and them bras, he always come back to me. Why? Not because I'm fucking, not because I'm what you call it, because he wants me around and he misses my company. And when I'm in his presence, because I did it one time, he all he wanted to do was talk to me and spend time with me. When I told him no, he was like, you got to go because he misses what I have to offer. Trust me, the 53-year-old man that I was dating who had the businesses who was barely making five figures out of the year to go to live on, I can make out that man six figures. That man look at me, he talked to me every every single time he see me. Man calling my phone like, oh, I miss you. I, da, 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 da. I wish I would have never did this. I wish I would have never did that. Too little, too late. I'm sorry. I'm not crying no more over a nigga who can't act right. Yes, it hurt. Yes, it broke my heart. Yes, it made me feel like I was going crazy because of X, Y, and Z. But looking back at it and reversing the roles, y'all wouldn't sit there and y'all wouldn't take it. Y'all would not bother or put in forth effort. So why should I? I have great, amazing people that want to come and talk and fuck with me heavily. Niggas who making money. Niggas who doing shit, niggas who into the shit that I'm into, and I'm finna go sit here and cry over a nigga who don't give a fuck about how the fuck I feel and can easily be like, all right, I'm done entertaining you. I'm not entertainment, sweetheart. I would get paid if I was entertainment. I'm not nobody's entertainment. I'm done having a fucking pity party for myself. We still on this 30 day challenge of self fucking love, but we're not going to sit here and be crying over spilled milk and niggas who did not do right by me or none of that. Yes, it hurt that Superman didn't tell me he was married. Yes, it hurt that Superman up and left me. Yes, it hurt that after I kept on blocking communication that Superman wanted to come back in the woodworks and talk to me. Yes, it hurt 
It hurt me. It hurt me bad. It did me in dirty. Because the more I tried to move on and move forward, you kept pulling me back. And then when I gave you the attention that you wanted, you kept on be like, ah, yeah, nah, I got the control. Now I can cut her off. Nah, son, we're not doing that. Not no more. Not today. The devil is a big bald-headed lie. That's what he is. And that's on period. And to the nigga that left me for your ex, I don't wish nothing bad on you, but I hope that you learn your lesson and I hope that you're happy. Because if it didn't work out years ago and it wasn't working out then, I can't teach you a lesson. And I think that's what my problem is. Like, I don't want to teach you a lesson. I want you to see the lesson. Because, you know, I used to, I used to teach children. And that used to be my, it's still my passion. I love teaching little kids. Like, it is the sweetest thing in the whole entire world. But when it came down to teaching kids, sometimes like, certain kids would get it off the off the muscle. This is why I say being a teacher is the coolest thing in the world sometimes. Because you learn more shit from your kids than you can learn anything else. I remember, I remember having, like, this child. And this child was in my class. And um, he was stubborn, right? And he would not, like, budge or listen. And he was very, like kind of like superman and the nigga that went back to his ex like he was lovey-dovey one moment then the next he was like eh. and it was like oh lovey-dovey yeah like he wasn't like like i was his entertainment he felt stupid as hell well all my kids were speaking sign language and signing and he was just sitting there looking like what are y'all saying it wasn't until that point where he had to play catch up and by the time he finally got to playing catch up the class was already ahead of him and he had done ended up missing out and he had to go put in all the extra work just to get just just to be on the level that the rest of the class is at and my biggest problem with superman and Mr. Going Back to Your Ex was really, honestly and truly, I didn't want you to suffer. I didn't want you to feel the pain. I didn't want you because we're going to talk about Mr. X first and we're going to go to Superman. The thing that I wanted Mr. Going Back to Your Ex to learn was that it's okay. You feel me? You don't have to go back to what hurt you and you don't have to go sit there and live a whole entire lie and a whole entire whatever for somebody who doesn't even really want you. Because at the end of the day, if somebody wanted you, they wouldn't have you fight so hard for their love and affection. And yes, if you hurt somebody, like if they really, truly wanted you, they would have forgave you and moved on when like, don't let nobody use you up. And the same lesson that I was trying to teach him, I ended up learning. Like, the nigga used me as a fucking placeholder. So, guess what? I learned a lesson. Like, you can't save everybody. What's the song by Sir? You can't save me from myself? Yeah, I can't save you from self. I can only save me. And only speaking about saving me, myself, and I. It's a wonderful time of the year. I'm only saving me. I'm not saving nobody else. I'm not doing the work for nobody else. I can't save you. If you want to go through this heartbreak over and over and over and over and over again, go ahead and do that. But I'm not. I'm not going to be sitting here stuck on repeat over you because you want to repeat a lesson. And that's the, and this is quick little side note. 
Stop giving your energy to people because a lot of times you take on people's energy. Before I met him, before I met him, I was in the energy of happily being single. You feel me? I wasn't thinking about Superman. I wasn't thinking about none of that. Like, life was great in my relationship life, my romantic love life. Like, it was great. Like, I was happy doing what I wanted to do. Like, yes, like, yes, I was still thinking about Superman, but not like, or some, oh, we need to get back together. I was just more like, I'm kind of glad that I let this nigga go. I started fucking with you, and you was on that, oh, I miss my ex shit, and I let you spend time with me. I let you touch me. I let you do all types of shit to me. Like, not just, like, physical, but mental and spiritual. Like, we was connected, and then I done took on your energy of going through a fucking cycle, and then there I was going back and forth, got tapped right back into the same energy of Superman. And Superman was on that manipulative or whatever. Because guess what? Your person was on manipulative. So we all in a whole big love triangle here. And we don't even know it because we over here exchanging energies and stuff like that. So watch who you connect with and watch who you let come into your space, especially with their energy. And if somebody's on a negative or not on a positive, don't really tap too much into that unless that's somebody that you genuinely care about and that you're willing to go down and that you feel like you're strong enough to get yourself up out of it. Not that you feel, but that you know, like, look, this is what it is and I got you. And guess what? I'm a healer, baby. And that's just the facts. That's the truth of it all. I help people every fucking day, and I don't even notice it. And people come to me, and this is and this and this ain't no brag or all no like, yeah, man, I'm just me bragging real hard, real tough. Nah, it's just some real shit. I don't help people get out of situations they never thought they would have been able to get out of, or even just be able to get to a place where they are mentally happy, free and arc and move how they want to move and think how they want to think. And I don't inspire people to do certain shit that I would have never thought I did. Like people come to me to just like, oh, I remember watching your YouTube videos and how you was talking about how to get over a heartbreak and I used your advice and I went forward with that. And oh yeah, I remember we had this conversation and this helped me push me right here. I remember we did this. I'm a healer, baby. And as a healer, I have to heal myself. That's why I come on here and I talk to y'all like I talk to y'all. But at the same time, if my energy comes into something, like, yeah, you may be getting better, but what are you taking from me? And I don't get a chance to refill my cup? Nah, that ain't happening, son. Not at all. Not at all. I allow myself to get into a situation where my energy was drained and used against me and put me back in a position that I ain't never that I that I ain't never want to be in from the jump. I don't go back and forth with niggas who indecisive. I don't do that shit. I stopped doing that shit a long time ago when me and Jeremiah stopped talking. I didn't go back. I didn't be like, oh, miss, I got to go back. Nah, I stopped that energy a long time ago. And I let another person bring me into their energy of, oh, I miss my ex. No, I miss this. No, I miss that. So, honestly, and guess what? I can honestly truly say that I learned from that lesson because I haven't been entertaining nobody. 
that come to me and be like, oh, I miss my ex, and oh, me and my ex just broke up, or oh, we've been single for da 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 whoop 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 and anybody that's inconsistent, like, honestly, now we finna go hop on Superman real quick. Superman was not, let me, Superman was not inconsistent until I called him out on his BS. Once I called him out on his BS, that's when everything kind of got really complicated and it just was like whatever right and then it was just like oh now now it's just vice versa different and now we doing nah we ain't on that shit no more and I can truly say that what I learned from these two that I've been applying because I have been healing myself and I have been um going into meditation and deep thought and even though like I like lay down and I sleep a lot like I dream so it so messages been coming to me in my dreams or whatever and um yeah let's get into that um well we're gonna talk about the other disappointment on on another podcast or we're gonna talk about on this one but with this or whatever it's just like i've stopped overlooking red flags like if you show me a red flag hmm noted i got it say less boop oop i see it i got it say less oop boop and i'm just taking it in with drives and i'm not doing it like if you say oh me and such and such just broke up i'm not communicating with you oh me and such and such not talking that's fine oh well we ain't together okay Oh, da-da-da-da. Nope. When I call you out on your shit and you can't bounce back from it, we're not going to be friends. We ain't even going to be lovers or associates or nothing like that because you're not a man of your word or accountability. If you tell me one thing and then do another, I'm not looking at that because that's one thing I learned from myself, man. Believe what a person show you, not what a person tell you because a person can have a really good talk game because Superman got a really good talk game and plus he's fine as hell on top of that. So put fine as hell and good talk game in there, baby. You, you'll be you'll be in a loop too. You'll be like, oh, he said this, but he did that and he's so fine, and but he do this sometimes and he do that. Nah, Mm-mm. not today, not today. <laughs> Now, with that being said, moving forward, um, with that being said, moving forward, do not let nobody take you out your element. And sometimes it's okay to talk it out. Let people go to a safe space where you feel comfortable enough to talk. This is my podcast, so I feel like I can go do that. And, um on my youtube channel i'm gonna talk about it because i think is i got two more days and it's gonna be a week and then i'm gonna go and i'm gonna go give y'all an update but honestly stop letting people get the best of you like fuck them they can't but no um if people can't act right let people go and it's go for anybody like don't let nobody break your heart too tough out here in these streets because yes it hurts when they do what they do and yes it feels a certain type of way and yes you feel some type of way and yes you be like oh well this is wrong and if the tables was turned and then you sit back and you realize like you let somebody actions which is a reflection of them and not you mess up everything that you got going on and I'm just like I really let a nigga and another nigga come back to back 
double team me with their shitty ass actions, which was reflection on them and not me. Because when I look back at it, I ain't saying I was fucking perfect all the time, but I damn sure as hell had done grew, still growing, still maturing, still wasn't on a, I beat your motherfucking ass up. Like none of that. Like, I gave them the good parts of me, the respectable parts of me, the parts that make you want to be like, ooh, this is why I fall in love every day, parts of me. And they took those parts and they did whatever they wanted to do. And it was more a reflection of them and not me. Because if I give you this and you give me that, or if I say I want the truth and you lie to me, it has nothing to do with me. It has more to do with you. And I was taking everything so personal. I was like, oh, that's a jab at me because you feel like you, nah, you just a liar. You just not a man of your word. You just ain't honest. You just clearly need to go through the same lesson. Like, honestly, like, honestly, um, when I had my falling out with my, like with some people or whatever, my actions towards them was more on me than it was them. As much as like, as much as people like to say, oh, you did this because of me. No, I did this because of me. Like, honestly, like when my best friend had kicked me out of my, her house, when we had gotten to the argument and she started acting funny, those were her, those were her things. Cause she got up, she started getting upset. Cause I started finding out truths and stuff. When she was like, you got to leave. I didn't get mad. I didn't scream. I didn't do none of that. And it didn't have to do nothing with my mental health. It didn't have to do nothing with anything. It had more to do with the fact that I was done. This friendship is done. I'm not going to sit here. I'm not going to cry about it. I'm not going to do none of that. I'm not even finna go sit there and what you call it. And when and, the, and then when I hit her back up to say congratulations on graduating and getting her PhD at age 23 and a topic turned to a nigga, that, that was on her because she wanted answers from a nigga who ain't shit because she wanted a lot of herself. And I was like, I'm not going to lie to myself. Not no more. My reaction and my response was because I was sick of it. Like, I said some, I got really nasty. Well, I don't want to say really nasty, but I said some things. And the reason why I said these things was because I felt like I wanted to be petty. Like, I'm saying congratulations, you asking about a nigga who still is not shit. And I was just like, you know what? This wasn't a response to you. This is because I was fed up and I wanted to do this. And I, I, me, me, the person being me, I, 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 I wanted to do these things. So if I could, so if, so if that was my reaction when somebody came in, we would BS and all types of stuff. If I know that I'm a liar and I know that I'm doing this, I'm going to react a certain type of way, which showed in their actions and their behaviors. And I'm not putting the blame on them because I sat there and I accepted their behaviors and I did all these other things. And what they did is reflection of them and not me, whether it was justified or not justified or whether they felt like it was right or whether they felt like it was wrong, whether they felt like they had to protect themselves, whether they felt like they had to lie. Whatever reason it is or whatever reason they do what they do, it's not a reflection of me. Stop taking everything that people do as reflection of you. 
because a lot of times people will fuck up and then they'll, and then and then to cover it up they'll be like all right cool bet say less da, 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 da. and they'll try to diminish you not because it's you it's because it's them and they don't know how to take personal accountability and say look i was wrong in this area and i was wrong in that area and i i i i i people do things because of themselves because they want to because they feel like it because they feel like for whatever reason it is whether it's justified whether it's right whether it's wrong whether it's wrong in your eyes whether it's right in your eyes whether it's not but it's never about you it's always about them only thing that you can control is yourself and how you decide to move forward and moving forward I'm deciding to go look into my options I'm deciding to do what I want to do and what I like to do and what I prefer to do. So I am going to end this podcast here. I am not going to talk about Mr. Superman and Mr. Going Back to His Ex anymore. I am not apologizing for the words that came out my mouth. I am not going to sit there and be like, oh, well, they did this and I did this back. I will not be reflecting on the past and I will not be sitting there saying, I just wish, I wish I was in his love. Like, nah, I am going to, I am done crying. I am going to accept the things for what they are. I'm going to accept that I have resentment for these people because they lied. I am going to be like, this is the place that I am with you. And this is where I was going to be moving forward. And I will not be sitting there playing this game back and forth, tit and tat, cat and mouse or whatever. And I will continue to do exactly what I want to do. And I will be working out. I will be having a diet change. I will be doing a fast come come the new year, which is after my birthday month, February, because it comes into a new season. And I will start being a lot more honest and upfront exactly with how I feel, what I feel, and not holding back because it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. And I'm going to do what I want to do because I make my own choices and this is my life. And whatever I decide to do is a choice on me and not a choice on others and not a reflection of how they treated me or what they've done. Get in your mind that people make choices because they want to make choices. People do what they want to do because they feel like it's justified. People move how they want to move because they feel like it is what it is. And I will not be sitting here doing feeling bad about any choice that I've made because people don't feel bad about the choices that made and if they do that it's for them to fix because it's their life you cannot save everybody you cannot love everybody everybody's not going to love you back everybody's not going to do right by you everybody's not going to do some people ain't going to do wrong by you but it's life is what you make it and it's a choice and I know that sucks to hear whether you two years old, five year old, life is a choice. As a teacher who used to teach preschoolers, life is a choice. And I gave my children choices. You either going to learn now or you're not going to learn later. Because guess what? Because here's the big epiphany of it all. The big epiphany of it all is when I used to teach my kids, like I said earlier, I had a kid. I was teaching my kids our language. The kids, the little boy didn't want to learn. He didn't, every time it came down to learning, he didn't want to do it. So when it was time to play, I had a thing. I had rules in my classroom. Hands are for helping, not hitting. We use our nice words, please, thank you. We say no, yes. We talk. We say why. 
we move forward and we say sorry. But we do what is needed first so we can have fun. So what was needed first, which I taught, I taught my little two-year-olds and they knew this for up front. Like my two-year-olds was very articulate children. Like they would come and they'll be like, look, we got to do our work or we not going to play later. That's what they would tell you. Like, look, I want to go outside and I want to play. But if we don't finish our lesson today, we will not be playing. And my two-year-olds would tell you that. I had two-year-olds saying that in complete sentences. Why? Because I felt like they should know exactly what it's going to be and what it's not going to be. Like, you too. I get it. You cute. You you get away with murder with your mommy and all the other stuff. But when you step into my classroom, we come, we sit down, we have an order. You do whatever you want to do during playtime. As long as you ain't hitting or hurting nobody else, it's a-okay. Um, we listen, we use, we use our hands for helping. If you want to help out, you can, but we do have order and we do have structure in this classroom. And if you need extra help, I will be there for you. But as far as y'all just running around and running amok on me because you think you're cute, that don't work. My two-year-olds would tell you that, that it's order and it's structure. And I gave my kids the freedom of choice to say, no, I don't want to do this. And no, I don't want to do this. And yes, I want to do this. Whatever they wanted to do. But they had to follow the rules that I had in my life. These are the the rules was the standard that we had in my classroom. Right? You could do whatever you wanted to. But if you, if you didn't meet the standard, you wasn't going to get access to everything else. And that's something I taught my two-year-olds. So when I got into my relationships, I never took my teaching skills up. Same lessons like, this is my standard. You're not going to lie to me. You're not going to be married on me. You're not going to play with my feelings. You're not going to say one thing and do another. You're not going to be in my bed and then be in Teresa's bed. You're not going to be in my head. It's like whatever my standard was, you could not not meet my standard and still have my time and attention. So use that. If you don't meet my standard, you don't get my time and attention. And the moment you step out of my standard until you get back into the standard, and that's if I still want you after you meet the standard, and that's if you can get back into the standard. Because I'm telling you, I had a child who was so... I I had to I had to go talk to the mom about it and the child. I had a meeting with both of them. And I said, look, I love you. I want your child in my class, but they're not meeting the standard. And um, if they continue at this rate, they will no longer be in my class, meaning that they won't have access to my class, that they're going to have to work harder to prove that they will be doing right in my class. Treat people like that. Tell them what it is. Tell them what it ain't. Move forward. If they continue to do the same shit over and over again, or they fuck up once, or they do the big strike, right? Because in my class, like, if the parents wasn't cooperating with the child and the child felt like they could do anything because their parents were going to come, I kicked them out of my class, and that was just the end of it. Like, it wasn't no, oh, life is messed up. My child not learning in the other class. Can they come back? It was none of that. And the reason why I say that is because I had a standard about myself when I was teaching. Take that same thing that y'all have, whether it be romantic relationships, platonic, friendships, business. I have a standard. And if you cannot meet it and you feel like you don't have to meet it, 
we won't be doing business or in contact anymore about nothing nothing at all i don't care if life goes bad for you i don't care if you fall off i don't care if it's sad out there i don't care if it's lonely i don't care if you hurt and i don't care if you in pain that's not my issue no more that's not my problem because i told you what my standard was and i told you what needed to happen for us to continue to move forward you did not want to and if i allow you to come back into my space you are on provisional care meaning that one strike and you out because nine out of ten before we before we got to this point where you was breaking rules and rules and rules and rules and rules and rules and, and continue to break the rules and the standard or not abide by the standard because everybody that comes in your life gets a probationary period on what your standard is for a certain type of thing no 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 let me clean this up real quick everybody that comes in your life you have a standard for you have a standard for family you have a standard for friends you have a standard for lovers you have a standard for your job you have standards for all, all types of shit there's standards to these things you need and you require certain things at certain points and as the relationship gets stronger the standards get higher this is why people who have higher standings with you or higher standards or who have met higher standards with you get favorable treatment when somebody comes into your life, knew they are on probation. They have to show that they can meet the standards that you have before you allow them to come in and to make space into your heart in your life. Once people meet that standard and they because some people because certain people excel during a probationary period. And they they do really well. Whether that probationary period is a week, two months, a year, whatever your whatever whatever your probationary period is, they have to meet that standard. After they meet that standard or they hit this is the standard that we're at, as time goes on you progress and if they deviate from that standard or shrink down from that standard, they no longer can fit the title that you have in there for their life. I.e., example, when it comes down to my friendships, I have a certain standard. We don't have to talk every day, but we have to communicate at least once or twice a month. And I need to know exactly how you're doing. I have to be able to get inside your head to see where you're at mentally. The same way that you have to be able to get inside my head and see where I'm at mentally. If you can't do that for me and I can't do that for you, we're not friends. We can't even be close to anything of that nature because I have I, I have freaking be associates. Then we're friends. Then we're close friends. Then we're best friends. And then you become family. I don't have people who are like family to me yet. Because at the end of the day, I have a best friend. Don't get it twisted. We fuss, we fight, we argue, but we always come back together. And when we get back together, we we do this. And there's a standard that we have with each other. If I need him, I should be able to call him. And if he got it, he should be able to give it to me. And if he need me and I have it, I should be able to give it to him without problem. And we we have an equal give and take in our relationship. Like, honestly, we may not talk a lot because, you know, he done caught the COVID. You feel me? And he done did, you know, he done caught the COVID. You feel me? And he works now because we're in peak season. It's holiday time. So he's working more and more hours. With him working more and more hours, we haven't been able to see each other as much as we like. But for me... But for me and my situation or whatever, like, 
with that situation, he's able to do certain things that I can't do in a friendship. But at one point in time, when I was up, like I like how I like to be up, up, I was hotel rooms together, game nights, buying alcohol, buying food, doing this, doing that. Now that the tables have turned a little bit and not like drastically, like we still do the same things. And it's still an equal give and take. I give 110%. He gives 110%. Whatever he need, I got. I don't be like, oh, man, do this and da-da-da-da. It's none of that. Because why? Because we have an understanding and it's respect there. And that's the standard that we have for each other. Like, and with him, it's a different kind of standard. You feel me? And that's the standard that we live in. When it comes down to my family, I have a certain standard. You're not going to talk to me any kind of way. You're not going to do me any kind of way. You ain't going to, nah. If we family, we don't have to talk every day. But if we got beef and we got issues, we're going to give each other space and we're going to give each other time and we're going to come back to it. That is a standard that I have. If there's a problem that goes on and you take sides and you belittle me and you talk shit to me and you do anything, we ain't family no more. You just another nigga in the street. You ain't shit to me. You're dead. Because I have a higher standard for family. Especially when it comes down to physical abuse, emotional abuse, and certain traumas. You can go kick rocks barefooted, go drown in the sea in the ocean, whatever it is. We is not family. You just some kin to me. But all can folks ain't scam folks, and you ain't nothing to me. And that's on period. When it comes down to my relationships, I have a standard. We don't have to start off as friends first, but there has to be a certain type of oomph in it. You feel me? Meaning that there has to be a certain type of level of respect. There has to be a certain type of understanding. There has to be a certain type of communication that I require before you come up in here talking about some you my nigga. Because if you, because if I can't call you and you pick up the phone or you go days on end without talking to me, we have an issue, sir. 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 It's not gonna work out how you think it is. It's not gonna work out how you think it is. And that's on period. Now, these are all standards, and the closer that we move and the longer that we are, the deeper we go, the standards raise and they go up. When me and my best friend first started being friends and we were associates, our the standard was it was we cool, we talk, we go out, we hang out or whatever. Once we got closer and as time progressed, the standard raised up. It was no longer we could just go out and kick it. It's can I get can I can I get to know you just a little bit better? Is there communication? Are we talking? Can I get inside your head if I need to to go see what's going on? Do you care? Do we both care about each other? Is there a mutual understanding and an agreement that we both have when it comes down to us? Can we speak to each other respectfully? Is there this like the standards always raise up? So moving forward, raise your standards, raise how you think, raise your vibrations, raise how you raise how you allow other people to talk to you and how to come and see your space. Make sure the people around you know that you are not to be played with emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Let that be the standard. And then I don't care. Yes, that don't have to be my standard. I have to meet my standard, but you should have a standard for anything and anybody that comes into your life. Because if there is no standard or if there is no 
of I need this from you for us to move forward, then it's never going to work out. And that's on period. And I'm done. Because I'm boo.